the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? Uh, we had fun with Mark yesterday. He's here again today for Dr. Calvin Finch. It's time and for so Milberger's uh, Gardening, South Texas. Two hours Ooh, yeah, of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Okay. Calvin Finch. Uh, to be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from yes. Milberger's Landscape and Nursery so at 1604 we're and Bulverde Road, here's your host, need, Milton Blake. And what's that number? 210. Texas on 930. Yeah, number. I don't know. Oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta read more of this. So I found online. Oh, thanks to another radio station. The Portal to Texas History. And I'm looking in the San Antonio Weekly Newspaper, The Western Texan, from February 28th, 1850. That's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that newspaper. I didn't know it. Well, we were looking for you. Yeah. Well, we, we thought you might have well, shown up with the other Yeah, That's the amazing thing is I'm looking through it. First off, I can buy 100,000 acres. I don't know the price. I'd like to know the price. I don't know how to reach the guy. At this point, but uh, 100,000 acres. Uh, there are 50 lots. It's all west of the Colorado. All right. And it's in Comal Town, and I don't know where Comal Town is. And it also says New Braunfels, so it's not New Braunfels. It's this. Uh, there are 50 available in New Braunfels, and 100 available in Comal Town. Yeah, there may be. There may have been a Comal. I'm town. guessing yeah. there was. It's Comal County. Yeah. There is no, no. That I'm guessing Comal Town was in Comal County. But if you know where it was, call us at two one zero three. Johnson City Joe knows where it was. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I bet it was Hunter. Huh? It was, it was what? I bet it was Hunter. 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 Hunter is on the on the road north to uh, San Marcos. Okay. Along, along the Camino Real. Well, here's the thing. So I'm going through this. I'm learning about. I got mules for sale. Dry goods. Uh, Man, Lewis and Grossenbeeks here in San Antonio, they had everything. Did they? They had everything. They're, they're an advertiser in here. They got the newest and best patterns for cooking stoves. They got uh, mules for sale. They got bacon. Okay, I'm just going through this thing, and boom, it just hits me. This is from 1850. Neil Sperry's column from right February there? 28, 1850. I thought so. Yeah. Who would have thought it? Yeah. <laughs> You're using me on this. Uh, I was just being funny. <laughs> Trying to be funny. We oh. found it earlier. Yeah. He, he was recommending uh, Willow Leaf Holly. Oh, yeah. Okay. People, I imagine it was some kind of Holly. So, 210 <laughs> You, re- you remember I was very concerned that uh, the althea, the blue blue angel althea, mm-hmm. were, had had not officially been named a Texas superstar. Pretty sure it had. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, it has. 
And but I left it off of my original list, I guess. Ah, see, I knew I had a poor memory, but I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> no, but but uh, yesterday, for those who didn't tune in, that was the very end topic, hot topic, <laughs> at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, whether or not Jerry had a good memory, and and Trace had a better one. Yeah. <laughs> but I checked, I checked it, uh, checked up on it, and sure enough, it's. Uh, it's on the list, uh, and there's a. I found a list that I didn't know uh, uh, originated. It's under blue woody shrubs, uh, blue angel trademarked Althea, uh, and it's right above Lynn's La- Legacy <coughs> Sinisa and Belinda's Dream Rose and Grandma's Yellow Rose. So, um, and I printed this off for you. Oh, well, thank you. In case you need it. Uh, they why, got, well, why does he need it? He remembered it was. <laughs> well, the, I, I never not, remember the order. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just like Rodeo Tomato, uh-huh. I, I know which ones have been Rodeo Tomatoes, <laughs> but I could not even <laughs> begin to tell you. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get past the one you're in and Redfish, I'm not sure I'll ever forget. <laughs> Redfish. But the rest of them, uh, I, I, I'll I, never I'm much the same way. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the years anymore. <laughs> do you remember uh, this year's? You can do yeah, it. it's STM2255. Very good. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, that's a, that's a good list. And it, it's, uh, it's on, guess where it's located? It's under Texas Superstar Plants, I think. Or Texas Superstar. Dot uh, com. So it's easy to find. And, and that's a better way of doing it nowadays because the uh, Department of Agriculture doesn't produce the uh, the list anymore. We used to be, I used to be able to get a hun- uh, one to 200 superstars in a nice little format in a nice little magazine. Huh. And and then we'd give them away oh, yeah, at the rodeo. Right, oh, yeah. So that was always my duty to go over to <laughs> TDA and try to hornswoggle there you uh, go. 200 of them. Uh, I used to, used to have gave lots of medals. That was my <laughs> trading bait. I, different different medals involved. So. Yeah, they were uh, the, they were very nice to uh, uh, put put that uh, uh, first color pu- publication. Yeah, that was that beautiful color. Beautiful color and, and uh, very beautiful. Do, Glossy. Do so. Do so. When A and M wouldn't put out any, won't put any out any color publication. Unless you've got uh, money to uh, support it. Nah, I wasn't going to go there. That's why I purposely didn't yeah. say anything. <laughs> you got had lot to go up. Uh, A&M Jerry got a lot of my there, money. Rents a hotel room. <laughs> stays a while. <laughs> uh, I, uh, as I was walking in, Trace, I got stopped by a ni- young, nice couple. And uh, they were bra- he, w- he was bragging on his uh, amaryllis. And he said that must have been an orange one, Milton. It was. It was burnt. He said it was burnt orange. All right. I said, (laughs) way to go. Where is he? He he seeked you out just because. (laughs) And his question was, said it's got great big uh, seed pods on it, big uh, seed bearing pods. Uh And I wanted to know about would they would they uh, would they come back? Would they germinate? And I told him to let the let the uh, capsule uh, dry, let it turn brown, and then harvest the seed. 
and then he could plant the, he plant those and uh, see what color they come back. They take s uh, several years, so uh, and I told him uh, they were better, they were best done if you flushed them uh, the the night before you gonna plant them. So, yeah, <laughs> and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure there's some genetics involved in this, but if he bought it as a bulb and he had it at home, not around any other bulbs, what are the chances those seeds are going to be orange as well? I would think pretty high. Yeah, I would think they would be pretty I'm assuming high. red is but, the uh, dominant color, so I'm sure some would come out red, some would come out orange. Yeah. Would there be anything else in there? I don't know. I've never done uh, amaryllis by oh, morning. I know. Uh, God, he beat me to it. Uh, <laughs> that's something that Jerry will beat me to. Never gets old. 210-308-8867. Please, please call. Help us now. 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. It's a beautiful day out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice, bright, and sunny, and the amount of folks here is an indication that, yeah, sun comes out, people come out. Yes. Uh, Even at sun closes. Will you do me a favor since uh, Trace is up here? Sure. It's, uh, March 1st is the beginning of Water Saver Landscape Ponds. Oh. And that's when you'll first be able to apply. And Millburgers is a long-time, first-time uh, vendor. Mm -hmm. uh, on that, so they will have most of the the, the plants that are permitted <laughs> at some point. At some point, Is see, I'm looking over him, going, I'm giving you an opportunity. I'd say about fifty percent of the list we're going to have right now. Okay. In, no, one, okay, in one size or another. It is still cold. It is still pretty early, and that's uh, we've had a couple of these snaps here, but but again, it's not not due to. The plants not be able to tolerate the cold. It's just that we've had some. Well, the growing operations grow all growing this stuff operations outside, stuff. so until it flushes and looks like something, they tend to not put it available. But I was impressed yesterday that uh, I found some five-gallon mountain laurel. Oh, wow. Ever since uh, the deep freeze, yeah. we haven't been able to get any five-gallon mountain laurels other than the ones that we protected here, and they were long gone like a couple weeks after. So uh, we... We uh, should have some five-gallon mountain laurel coming in this week. Think they'll have bud blooms on them? They might. Well, uh, well they protected them. Well, th to me, they just planted them last year after the cold because they were only talking about 12 inches tall. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I doubt it. Okay. But anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, everyone go to GardenStyleSanAntonio.com and... Go on and, and apply for your coupon, mm -hmm. your $100 coupon. Remember, it's $100 for every 200 square feet that you take out of lawn. So if somebody wants to take out their whole front yard. You could do, you can do four a season. Okay. So four, four a year now. Now we so, changed it. But so four eight, a year. So but eight square feet. But eight total. So eight times 200 is what, Milton? 1600 1600 that's the maximum you can take out okay Phew. and remember about 200 is about a little bigger than a, um, well, a parking space so okay so kind of figure on that okay cool 
And all the information is on GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. It is. Dot com. It's also available on GardenStyleSA.com. Oh, man. Now you did that. I did that just for you because you like when it goes SA, but yeah. the programmers wanted it San Antonio. But you can go, you can get to it either way. Is GardenStyleSA the name of something else, he asked? No, um, I, I, no, I think what no. we did is... No, no, I thought it was the name of your kind of the newsletter stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's the same website. We okay. trademarked or, or bought all the names. Okay. So, But uh, the program is just like San Antonio. What's the newsletter that you write for as part of Saw is called? That, that's uh, Garden Style. Just Garden Style? I, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it comes out once a week on Tuesday afternoons at three o'clock. Okay. All I know is I gotta I get yelled at if I don't have uh, articles in there. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, think, I'm I'm pretty sure it's just Garden Style San Antonio or Garden Style SA. Okay. I think you're right. Okay. <laughs> I got a fifty-fifty chance. I gotta start getting it so I know, because I don't get enough emails. I've determined. All right. Trace, what's going on here? By the way, <laughs> there is you. a Milberger's newsletter they can get to. There is. There is. I always like to end up on that. Thank you. Thank nope. you, Milton. We're all green now. All right. Uh, other than we do get about 200 hard copies printed every week that they could pick up here if they want to get a, a hard copy. But I really like the email version because it's in color. Yeah. Some, oh, of, the, yeah. some of those pictures don't aren't justified when you put them on a whiter, manila-looking Yeah, the yellow paper. and black. Yeah. No, they're, they're beautiful pictures, too. Do you take any of those pictures? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so you can go on our website. There's a place to sign up. Or when you come in, you can grab one of the hard copies, and there's a thing on the back page where you can fill it out to start getting it emailed to you. You do get other things emailed, though. So like when we're having a seminar or something like that. You get notices? You get a little notice. All right. Like next week? Like next week. Yeah. When Spring is that Dutch again? Order, March 5th. Yeah. 10 to 1130, right? There you sounds, go. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, 10, 10 to 10.30 sounded too quick for David. He's got a lot of... Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, for David. What? No, no. It would be he likes too to talk quick. longer. Yes, thank you. Yes. Right. In a nice way. <laughs> Very well put. What else is going on here today, Trace? What else you got coming in? Or Still waiting on the whiskey barrels. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but we do have some whiskey barrels, just not the new shipment. So everybody's been wanting the cradles. And uh, yeah. so that, that is on there, but they haven't materialized yet. And they can't tell me when they're going to actually have a truck to move it from point A to point B uh, on top of all that. That's so. got to be frustrating. Yeah, the truck trucking is a problem Yeah, with everything. I can't remember if I mentioned this yesterday or not, but uh, the roses, the big shipment of roses is going to be on the 28th of March. It's not going to happen on the first week or second week like normal. Well, you probably won't have to worry about the freeze, uh, fr- uh, freeze, late freeze. That's historical, I, sir. I, That's a I normal won't, average. I won't, but in, in my mind, I like to have that three or four week between the shipments <laughs> to sell half of it before oh. I get the other shipment in. But they're going to be back to back. However, <laughs> they do have old blush out there. I checked this morning. Yep, antiques came in. And, there was a few that and, they didn't ship. But... Uh, and, uh, and yeah. a few odd ones that they substituted, and there was some metabolus. Yes, I, I, I was just going to say that you got your Martha Gonzalez. That's Calvin's favorite. Mm-hmm. Old blush is mine, and metabolus is yours. So I, I looked out there. And there's some also some smaller Marie Pave and Cecile Bruner. Um, 
So there's, there's a and knockout, and we have lots of knockout. There was a, I was talking to the the grower when he brought them, and there's about four or five uh, will be new introductions for him that he's been growing out, and uh, some of the pictures he showed me were were stupendous. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. I'm not sure where you're going, so you'll have to tell yeah. us. The pictures that he showed us we're showed very, me for the new rows, new very, antiques that he's going to have. We're beautiful. We're yes. Okay, stupendous work. Okay. I just did, he had the emphasis on the stupendous. I thought there was going to be another. No, another, no, another joke in no there. No pun in I, there. Yeah. No, okay. they're, they're they're new uh, new antiques for him to be growing. Yes. Be awfully hard to be a a new variety of antique, but uh, apparently they're new to him. Okay. And then what's the one that Calvin likes? I don't even know if they. Mar- well, Martha Gonzalez. Well, there's really no. Likes. There was the Katie. Oh, Katie no, Road. No, Katie Road. Or is that still being produced? That's out there, but I think that's. Okay. Highway, I think they're calling it Highway 290. Yeah. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> you, you, no, you had forgotten about uh, us yesterday, and I kept asking these two. I said, "What's oh. the road? Is this 290? I saw a lot of Highway oh. 290 out there, and and I'm I'm going. I wonder if that's it. Thank you. Oh, how interesting. So there's some historical data there. I think yeah. that's where it actually was found on right. Highway 290. Yeah. Near and Katy. Then, and then somebody decided to give it a different name. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. And it turned out to be a, a hybrid. Hybrid T. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the one that Calvin Yeah, liked. Calvin kept touting it as yeah. uh, uh, antique. Uh, antique, yeah. And, <laughs> and you didn't mind telling him that again and again and, and again. again and again. I, th- I think he's forgotten it now. So well, he'll tell well, him we'll, next, we'll sure remember tell him next we'll week. Him. He's back next week. Again, our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And James was right. James predicted sun today at noon out here on the porch. He said y'all are going to be okay. And he was correct. That's good. So just, I'm sure he's listening. He listens each week. So just letting him know that he was correct. We got sun here. I don't know how they're doing it in his part of the world, but we got sun. We what got, else, Tracy? We, we talked about the roses. We still got some blue, blue bonnets. Yes, we do. I wish I could have gotten Elvis to sing that. Fantasia geraniums. Yeah, they're sure pretty. Great selection of fruit trees still. Yes, yes. I was going gaga over the fruit trees again. So I think my my first spring shipment of citrus, I think, is coming not this week, but the following. Well, you had some good stuff out here. Yeah, but I loaded up in the fall. Uh, so there's the greenhouse is still full. Oh, too. oh, okay. Because I was I noticed that yesterday, and then I went today. I was looking it all over. They have Arctic frost out there and Calamundo. Mm. and Calamundo yeah. and bumper. I think. Yeah, so. and bumper. That's a good one. You know, you know the original trees. Uh, so come out here, uh, folks. We got good go. stuff. The original trees got frozen back. Froze, I guess, killed at the botanical garden. Really? Yeah. So uh, it's good that we got them going before that happened. But anyway, uh, and Bumper, Bumper made me. That was the first one Mr. Moore had named, and named very accurately. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's, it's the only satsuma or citrus that I know of that doesn't seem to alternate bear. It bears every year, but it's not as supposedly 
not as cold hardy as the others are. Uh, but the cold that we had that took the took them all out, uh, it wouldn't have mattered. So uh, anyway, that's good. Cool. And now they, these uh, these these ones coming in are they from? Uh, our new grow, our There's only two places, and yes, I got stuff from them for both. And so they, they're they the ones that are doing the uh, more, more uh, Beck, Becknell. Yeah, right. Um, although they, they're, they, they limited me. They told what? Me, they, they told me I could only have X number of citrus trees. So oh, I had to, man. I had to pick and choose. I hope you, I picked and choose wisely. You, I'm sure you did. Did you tell them uh, that this is the home? Of those such a variety. Uh, he wanted to make sure he had enough for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't know. blame him. I don't know why people are like well, it. I can, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. But that's the point. There's only two places left in Texas. Yeah. Producing those. Yeah. Mm. Hey, we got to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. We're live. We're on the porch. Come visit us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road or give us a call at 210-308-8867. More with Mark Peterson, Dr. Jerry Parsons, maybe Trace will stay with us. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. On Blueberry Hill. On Blueberry Hill. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. If you've got insects, if right now you're hearing things in the wall or in the ceiling, I'm going to give you a phone number. It's going to make you very, very happy. It's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control's phone number, and it's 210-656-3721. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, Warren Remy and the gang over there, it's a family-owned business. They've been doing this since 1976. They're well-respected in San Antonio by both uh, uh, customers as well as other pest control companies. Warren uh, is on a number of different boards, so he's well-educated, knows his stuff, and has studied up, and will will uh, have make sure the technicians, or if he comes out, will talk to you about all the options, and uh, you'll go together. You will go into the treatment feeling very, very informed, which is great. So give him a call, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one or go spidermanpest dot com. dot com. And remember, uh, Sp- he's got the good stuff. He's got he's got what works. That's the good stuff. And the yeah, uh, well, uh huh. He's got immediately. If it works, he's got it, and it's the good stuff. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You got any good stuff here, Trace? Uh, <laughs> All that's in my garage. Uh, there you oh, go. Okay, but so, no, we have a lot of a lot of option chemicals. Yeah. So the uh, and you have a lot of organic stuff that works too. So this is true. Uh, and a lot of regular stuff yeah. that works. So one of the things I always ask is, um, what uh, what are folks asking you? What kind of a a lot, of people, a lot of people are wanting to plant grass. A lot of people are already wanting to fertilize their grass. No. Oh. It's, it's a fact. Really? But yeah. it's not a good time, is it? No, it's no. too early. Okay. Haven't you learned anything? I'll still sell it to them. I'll and tell them the appropriate time to put it down. And why is it, why is it too early? Do you want to explain? The grass isn't even awake yet to utilize it, so it's okay. more of a waste than anything. It, it, it just flows right through the soil. 
Oh, all that good that's not what you want. nitrogen just flows. Yeah, right so through. you want so the winterization was so you could fertilize prior to this. Right. And then there's a spring fertilization too that you can do. If you do one, do you do yeah. both? I'm a bad one to ask because I'm going to say three to four times a year depending <laughs> on rainfall. Oh, okay. The more I, rainfall, the more uh, you do it. Or yep. the, okay. Yeah, officially, yes, and but you would split it up your your amounts. Okay. So if you were required to do one to two, maybe two two pounds per thousand, you would do one in one time of the year, and the other in the other time of year. The okay. Other. Very cool. Um, because that new growth all, all of a sudden always uses that that previously uh, laid down. Now yeah. I would mark my calendar whenever the whenever I did my first one. Mm-hmm. Three months later, I would try to plan on doing another one unless it rained a lot. Oh. If it rained a lot, then I would do it earlier. Oh, okay. And what's our opinion of uh, weed and feed? Okay. I, I, I was waiting for that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know, so I, I you know it's weed and say today. We're just waiting. Yeah, we, we knew what was coming <laughs> on that. I second that. Well, that's, this is the time people will start hearing commercials for that. It is. Oh, yeah. And I get at with least people one. People with bad Scott toxins. At least one phone call a week. Me personally. I don't have no idea how many total. Of what happened to my yard, and I could trace it back to, no pun intended, back to uh, weed and feed. Oh, really? And if what's happening? What happened? To that guard? Well, they. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so for to be sort of effective, they have to let it sit on the grass. And they tend to burn their yard. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. So that or or ancillary uh, shrubs, particularly. Yep, that too. Uh, we'll pick it up. Tomato and, plants. Yeah. So there's lots of plants that will pick up that. Uh, oh. That herbicide, which is located in the weed part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your trees, shrubs, mostly your shrubs, they will they will show it more often. But occasionally trees will do too. All of a sudden, they get uh, defoliation or, more often, discoloration of the leaves and deformity of the leaves. And and, then you go, you use weed and feed, didn't you? Even on the label, it says don't use it under a tree. Yeah. Oh, really? But you know people do. Yeah. Who reads the label? I have a feeling a lot of people (laughs) don't. Um, We ain't going to read that stinking label. The, um, what about uh, winter weeds and stuff? Are you getting lots of questions on those? A lot of rescue grass Unlike normal yeah. samples, normally people would take pictures and bring it, and I, I do prefer samples better. Oh, okay. But there was a lot of rescue grass questions yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would get a lot of in, and uh, invariably I want to ask where they're originally from. Uh, but uh, I'm getting a lot of those, too. And just recently, within the last month, uh, four to six weeks, uh, this uh, rescue grass and, and uh, POA, uh, annual bluegrass. Blue uh, my annual bluegrass has not come up in the, in my beautiful yard. So it lived up to its name, annual. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, 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 it again, was beautiful last yeah. year. We uh, secretly uh, spread a pre-emergent herbicide over your yard earlier. Re- remember yeah. what our first discussion when we first walked in yesterday? What we were talking about? No, it was. We haven't had very good rains in the last six to eight weeks. And oh, so I just wondered if that had a little to do with it. That the lack of rain reduced the ability of POA to to yeah, germinate maybe, and rise up. Maybe Could last be. year it liked the freeze and the, the rain and the snow. Yeah, and the oh, the snow was wonderful. 
Did you like that? I love that. Remind you of Michigan? And no, it really soaked in well. Oh, okay, well, yeah. Well, slow. Great myrtles soaking. look great. Yeah. yeah, everything really picked up. The roses loved it. They did. When it, when it yeah. got warm. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 but you know, particularly just a month or so afterwards, they look great, especially the knockouts. Even ours kind of picked up. Oh, yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So they're bringing in annual bluegrass. Uh, not annual bluegrass. They're bringing in. <laughs> what are they bringing in? The Re- rescue grass. Rescue grass. Okay. Next, next they'll start bringing yeah. me crabgrass, but yeah. it, it's not warmed up enough for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did we discuss what you should do with uh, the. Uh, well, it makes you crabby. Uh, so we talked about uh, dimension. Okay, and yeah. when to put it out to prevent it. Uh, a lot of them, we talked about just pulling it before they put the pre-emergent out because it's not super deep-rooted. So a lot of times you can just get the, the main part of the plants out and uh, try to prevent more from coming. Yeah, the pro- problem, though, I have to bend over to do that. <laughs> That's terrible. Or either crawl along crawl, the ground. Crawl along. Find there. a Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jeremy would enjoy doing it. Yeah, no. no. Not going to happen. And then uh, a new product that you told me about. Uh, crew. Crew. Crew has uh, ability to do broadleaf and grassy. So it's actually a combination of dimension and gallery. And it's the closest substitute that we could get for a maze. Oh. Or Excel2G. There was a whaling and gnashing of teeth um, earlier in January and first part of this month. Wailing, wailing in national teeth. They couldn't find their maze. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, ask around. I hear there's a few, but there's this other product. I'm trying to use that. Or uh, I said, go for the, with the big, uh, the XL. Well, the same, same, same thing? It's yeah, all, uh, it's all came from the same plant. There's yeah. none of that. Oh, okay. I thought they just discontinued the smaller plant, the smaller amounts, the amaze, and, and continued the, with the XL. No, the plant burned down. Ah, okay. And so the product itself is no longer, or the active ingredient is no longer made. Hmm. All right. So there you go. Go mm-hmm. with the crew. Now, unlike everybody else, I had it for at least a year beyond that. I remember that. That's why I thought. But I bought every it. bag I could possibly get. Right. <laughs> and then some. All right. Beth is on the line at 210-308-8867. This may be more of a Calvin question, but let's see. Hi, Beth. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Thank you. Well, I have kind of an emergency situation here at my house. A, an, a Carolina wren came in it's in my attic Uh-oh. and early earlier this morning about the time all the outside birds were singing and carrying on we noticed this bird just really panicking and so finally we determined that it was caught that it was in the house not outside and so checking around and listening for it and listening we found the room area where it evidently is trapped in the attic right above that particular room now, we opened a vent to the attic, and then we opened another door to a closet kind of in that area, and I've been whistling back to it kind of to let it know that somebody's listening. But my question is, how does one encourage a bird to find its way out? Is it by air 
movement or would it be by light or wonder if anybody has any ideas about that well we can well, you can trap it in a in a butterfly net something like that well Ooh, no it's it's up in the attic we're trying to get it to come from the attic through the opening one of the openings that goes to the attic or another opening that goes into a utility closet and i i can't imagine how it got in there, there unless you know. that's you know, what i was wondering about yeah they are making nests around here but i just don't know how which vent how it would have gotten into the attic if it could have i just don't know yeah, you know, yeah. maybe maybe you can uh Knock it unconscious with a tennis racket. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, I think my that, suggestion is call Warren. Yeah, and actually, uh, <laughs> Warren will give you advice, even if, if, and it may be that he doesn't have to do anything, but uh, Spider Man will, uh, they'll tell you, hey, here's what you should do, and here's how he you do it. He's going to spray it with something. No, he's not no, going to. No, he's not. He's not. I better go figure out where it got in. Yeah. Yeah, and try, try to lead it to an opening this is why i was wondering if they would be, if a bird would be more attracted to light like from a flashlight if oh. i was shining it up into the attic to encourage it to come there or whether it would be more attracted to the flow of air you know to if i had no both those make sense but it's you know, we just don't know yeah well anyway i i feel sorry Do for it i feel like people who would be trapped in an underground cave, you know, and as I hear it calling and calling, you know, and do you, I just don't know what we can do about it. And I know that there, the wrens around here have been building nests, so that also makes me feel sad. Milton, but do, you it, have, uh, do you have that number uh, handy? Do I you do. You want, to, you want Warren's number real quick? No. And they'll, his, they'll call you in the morning. I'm, uh, hopefully it'll be just fine until then. Okay. Ready? What? Is Warren Spider-Man? Yes. Okay, what's his number? 210-210-656-656-3721. Okay, 210-656-3721. Okay, I'll call him in the, well, anyway, okay. and I, yeah, yeah. I... Leave a message. Yeah, yeah, and I, and we may have people that call us too that have suggestions too. But yeah, actually well, call them and leave I a message. Thought. Tell them, tell them that we thought that you could uh, that uh, that he would help her out. Just tell them you heard her on on Millburger's show. And yeah. Everybody was, and he'll he'll if if it's something that you can do yourself, he'll help you. And if it's something he needs to come, he'll come help you too. Well, he's going to need to yeah. come out. He's going to so? yeah. well, he's gonna need to figure out how it got in so it doesn't, oh, so it doesn't get back in. Yeah, okay. I I just cannot imagine unless. I just cannot imagine. I don't think one would have climbed or fallen through a flue pipe on the roof. I don't think they would have. No, you know? he was probably going after something and yeah, then couldn't get it, back out. Anyway, it's just kind of a humanitarian from a bird. Yeah, we don't want ornithological, to. Ornithological wow. crisis. What? But I thought we have, the, we have left the flaps down, the doors down to the attic and then the closet door open well, maybe. and then I was going to leave the fan on in one of the rooms to 
kind of create a flow of air yeah. flow. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. for all of it, in spite of it, as sad as it is, I still thought, well, if it does die up there, it's better to have a bird die than a skunk or a rat. Yeah, right? that's the truth. Okay, so... Well, tell us what happens, okay? Yeah. Okay, will do. Thanks, Beth. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. 210, 210-308-8867. Holly's back with us today. We lost her yesterday. She's got a uh, Rose of Sharon question, I think, on on yours. Uh, she right. wanted to know about the blue. Hi, Holly. Uh, Welcome to Millburgers yeah. Gardening, South Texas. Glad to have well, you back. What's you. going on? It's good to talk to you. My daughter lives in Houston and has asked me for some advice about planting something behind her pool that they just had put in. And it's a very narrow backyard, and uh, she wants it high enough. No, you know, not, not like a ground cover thing. And when you were talking about the Rose of Sharon, the Blue Angel thing, it sounded like that might work. And my questions about it were, um, does, does this Rose of Sharon grow um, like uh, Italian cypress straight up, or does it get wide and bushy? That was one question. And then the other one was, what about cotton root rot? Is that more of a problem or less of a problem or the same problem in Houston as it is here? It, it's the yeah. same problem as it is here. <laughs> but, but on the other hand, then, you then have what, less of... How, you have how less would you, rec- why would you recommend it for here if it says the same problem? Yeah. <laughs> Stop fighting, boys. <laughs> Just the question. <laughs> well, uh, cotton root rot is uh, scattered. In other words, it's not like it's... Uh, uh, it's not like oak wilt where it's marching yeah. through the town. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, the, that, that is be, a problem. Right. It tends to be he- uh, more frequent on a heavier clay soil. So, well, they don't have that in Houston. They have that's that. What, Kalechi, that's what they've got. Well, the sandier the soil, the less frequent it's going to be, but not entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you recommend plant, what, what do you recommend that would be skinny and tall behind a pool? How much sun? You, yeah. Um, I would say that it would get plenty of sun in the afternoon. All right, what's your, your choice? I'm going to go with a type of Yopon holly, either Will Fleming or Scarlet's Peak. I kind of wanted something that would flower. That's why I thought that Blue thought, Angel sounded good. Yeah, but you're talking a deciduous plant that's not going to get uh, very tall. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, that one's like a three-footer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think it's going to do much for you. And and this is by a pool, do you yes. say? Yeah. Yes. We, we, we strongly recommend no flowery plants near a pool. Yeah. Uh because of the maintenance. So tall and skinny, the easiest to grow for her is going to be either Will Fleming or Scarlet's Peak Yopon Holly. And, and I'm going to go with the Holly, probably uh, probably Nellie Stevens or Willow Leaf. So you're not recommending Holly because that's my name. You think it would be a better idea, <laughs> correct? <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, uh, it's the amount of shade and sun. Uh, those are people. Those are people. Uh, uh, you, you could probably do like a compact cherry laurel as well. Oh, yeah. A compact what? Cherry laurel. Cherry laurel. Do those that bloom? One? I'm not familiar with those. Uh, tiny little white inconspicuous yeah. flowers. Yeah. 
you'll get more out of the out of the yopons because they'll bloom and then they'll put on a little berry that turns red for the winter. Yeah, I got a bunch of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, they keep living, don't they? Yeah, they kind of but but would be a good good one. Yeah, but got to be compact, not the regular. Right. Well, I guess that about answers all the questions. I was Idea. thinking, what? How about how about like Belinda's dream rose back there? How would that do? Not gonna not do gonna be tall enough. Up? Not gonna be tall not enough to give a a break in that now. Oh, I have some that are about my height, five feet. <laughs> right, but you said tall and skinny, so that's yeah. Well, a, the, you know. Uh, yeah, but I think that might be tall enough. We might go with the Belinda's dream. Well, then that might work. Then in that case, yeah. the Althea might yeah. work, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe I ought to buy one of those for them as a sacrificial lamb. If it lives, you can get more. <laughs> now, now, it wouldn't be skinny, but things like uh, Clarera, Pittosporum, Mock Orange. Uh, they would yeah. get to flowers, you know, they, but it's not going to be skinny. They're going to be broad and bushy. They sure are, yeah. Okay, All righty. Well, thanks anyways. No, thank you, Holly. Thanks for calling back. Sure. Bye-bye. Uh, uh, bye-bye. We have to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Mark Peterson in for Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is visiting with us and more after this on 930 AM, The Answer. What's left of you and me. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. All right. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And maybe you've got some advice for Beth or Holly. Uh, we we'll, we take that, too. Our listeners are very sharp. And I'm betting this isn't the first uh, person that's had a bird caught in their house. So uh, Warren will know what to do. But that's uh, she's trying to do the right thing and help the bird out. 210-308-8867. Literally help the bird yes. out. Yes. Uh-huh. 210-308-8867. Uh, got a question in. Says, uh, when should I fertilize my spring flowering shrubs and vines? Will they bloom better if I feed them now? Uh, but uh, the answer answer is, this is not the time to apply fertilizer to spring flowering shrubs and vines. The buds are already in place, true, and will soon be expanding. If they're not already doing so, feeding now would not help that. So what you want to do is uh, wait till they finish blooming and apply uh, a slow-release nitrogen fertilizer, 19.59, and uh, uh, which which will from they start reblooming, uh, flushing bloom after they they bloom. And and that will help them put. Enough food down for next year's bloom. Yep. And uh, you, you you know we always talk about uh, the peach peach blooms for this year was initiated last uh, last year last June I guess. Yeah. And uh, so that's why 
after the peaches are off the tree, if you expect, want to have a crop next year, you better uh, keep them well watered and uh, and fertilized. And so, uh, anyway. Uh, that, was a good, that was a good question. The other question we get a lot of times is uh, when to prune. And you go, you wait till after the bloom. You prune after the bloom. Okay, uh, on a blooming plant. Yeah, yeah. spring blooming plants. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. As he crumples that question. Yeah. Speaking right. of pruning. Yes. Oh, there we go. Lovely segue. <laughs> uh, it's time to prune Nandinas. Oh. And why do we bring up specifically Nandinas? Because they're pruned like no other plant. Oh, okay. And uh, the... Uh, my, I, I grew up with Nandinas in the front of the house. My mother planted them, and every now and every now and then she would uh, want to know how to bring them down. You know, bring them down. Well, I wasn't as learned as I am now, so I didn't know how to tell her. So I imagine, I think they just went out and uh, hedged them, which is wrong. Mm. What you do. But uh, when my daughter has one that, that she needed out here at Fair Oaks, needed uh, pl- needed pruning, I knew how to do it. Uh, what you do on Nandinas is start with the uh, the highest, the longest stem, and cut it all the way to the ground. Cut it all the way to the ground, and then get the next highest. And as you as you remove those high ones, you'll see there's some lower ones, lower foliage, and that will uh, you've reduced the height then, and they'll go back big time quick. So at least thirty percent. Okay. That's right. You want to get all those big ones, and you want to get at least thirty percent of the canopy. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be or nice. It'll dry a third for you, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> it'll 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 grow right back, uh, but most people don't know you, that you can't uh, uh, shape them, you know. Oh. And then there was an interesting note here. It says uh, Nandina berries can be harmful to migrating birds. Huh. They're attracted to them, notably cedar waxwings and robins. Their digestive systems cannot process them. And it's been documented that many have died. To prevent those losses of birds and to avoid unwanted seedlings, it's a good idea to use your loppers to remove the fruit clusters before the birds start to feed. Hmm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. Uh, jump in, will you? Yeah, well, we we like to use the loppers all the way down the ground. <laughs> no. get rid of all the nandina. You get to enjoy them all winter, and yet you don't ha- cause a problem. Now, who is who's writing this article? Huh? Who is writing this? The man. What? Neil. Oh, Neil is okay. All right. But the uh, the deal is, uh, I guess, I guess cedar rack swings do come in the fall. Right. 
and, uh, and they do late they fall. do come in in flocks and and move through. Yeah, but uh, and of course we grow nandinas and have for eighty years for the berries. I mean, uh, beautiful berries in the winter. Uh, I, yeah, you got some of the prettiest pictures of snow on oh. nandinas that you've ever seen. So, uh, but I, I never had heard that they were uh, hard on birds' digestive system. Yeah, you don't read our articles. No, no, I don't. I, that, that, uh, that's why I knew that. <laughs> oh, okay. You could, you could, you. I have heard those waxwings out there grunting uh, uh, real hard as they as they feed on those bears. Yeah, because their tummy hurts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to kind of steer it in a good way. Oh, okay. 210-308-8867. But it just goes back to a lot of plants that bloom Yeah. like that have to be, those blooms have to be removed periodically. Right, Milton? I don't know. To keep the monarchs from uh, oh. uh, uh, laying you're, you're in on your own with slowing that. down. Well... <laughs> That's what Calvin said. Well, Calvin says it. Take the leaves off and the blooms off of the tropical uh, milkweed. Okay. Now, and I was a big proponent of that, too. Now, Jerry had described a technique of, of pruning to keep it to keep the plant in bounds. We frequently do that for fig trees. For fig trees? Yeah, for the biggest ones, we take them all the way down on the ground mm. and try to keep it. Because if you do not prune a fig tree on a regular basis, what happens? It gets, it gets to out, be a tree. It gets out of control. It, yeah. It's huge. So uh, you like to do that every so often, preferably every year. Just take it down a little bit. Take the biggest, tallest ones you can find and cut those all the way down the ground. Uh the largest limbs? The, the, well, the largest, tallest branches. or oh. I, I, I hesitate at what to call them because it's kind of a big brush. Yeah. No, okay. So uh, those, and you take them right down. Open it up a little, and, and, and that way you can get all the, all the fruit. You can harvest them. we got to take a quick break, get you caught up with the news, and then we'll be right back. 210-308-8867 is our number. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, right here on the list. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or you can come on out to Millburgers. We've got a bunch of folks out here. Beautiful day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Uh, the kids are running around, uh, around with their, hugging the with trees. <laughs> hugging the trees, hugging their their animals. Yeah. we got we got a stuffed, what is that, stuffed <laughs> stuffed, <laughs> a stuffed monkey. All right. So 210-308-8867. 210 210-308. 8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Yeah, okay. to, to uh, clarify what uh, what was said earlier about pruning the figs down. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to prune it. You can prune it back to the ground of the sucker sprouts. You mm-hmm. know, the small sucker sprouts. 
but you want to keep the large the larger the stem uh the more cold hardiness a fig will have ah, up okay. to up to a point <laughs> now last year uh, all bets were out because it got so cold it froze them but the only cold hardiness a fig has is in the larger limbs but uh you can you can remove a few of them but be sure to leave some of them but uh anyway uh and then talked about scalping the lawn to remove winter kill stubble and uh what, what many, the, yeah what was the first thing you you told me oh 35 years ago or 30 years ago when when we were talking about <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday yes, it is, it is. it's they were people were coming up and asking about thatch oh yeah thatch and lawns and Jerry just turned to me and went pop <laughs> there's, there's no thatch in the lawns. <laughs> well not around here not around here yeah. was the was the point oh, okay of that. but the people like to and I, I'll probably lower the lawnmower uh, blade uh, when we uh, mow my backyard, which I've let get a little bit high, and uh, and then it free, and then it it froze off, so it's dead grass on top. But uh, I I usually mow it low enough to where you can just leave the leave the uh, more the debris on top of the uh, uh-huh. on top of the lawn and it doesn't well, that, done damage the, key, the lawn mow consistently mow and mow often yeah uh but <laughs> anyway about those vigorous broadleaf weeds uh with this cool weather coming and going like it is we have to mention our weed free zone okay they're they're coming those <laughs> that you see now you can go out there and pull them up but uh, a lot of people like to use something on them rather than bending over and pulling them up and uh, that's where our our lovely weed free zone comes in and uh, it's in several different types of containers and uh, I think Trace brought this to our attention several years ago that uh it's a it works in cool weather uh it's so it works better than roundup and anything else like that at this time of the year but now you're right here so what what is the product he is talking about weed free zone oh okay i thought he was just talking about something in general but no most of your broadleaf weed killers don't work very effectively or at all until you get to like 60 right to 90 degree window yeah it's, so 60, this one's it's actually like 62 63 so this one's 40 to 85 wow okay but so it does <laughs> have it does have 24d in it but it's got a couple other things that allow it to all work right. at a cooler temperature so a long time ago i learned that there's two forms of 24d there's an ester and an amine so this one is one of those two that works at a colder weather and colder weather. well they've also got some other stuff in it too oh, okay. so i think all diquat right. and a couple other things oh, okay yeah, and it's, it's, th- it's three uh, three items in it. All right. You still don't want to use it on a windy day. No, no. But uh, uh, because of the two four D. No, and then on the other extreme, when it gets really hot, remember that it, it will volatilize. Above eighty five, it's going to yeah. screw up the grass just as much as the weed. Mm. Yeah. Now, 
I cannot say this because it's not on the label, but Charles used to swear that it would kill He's, He did grass. that a lot. Hmm. <laughs> Charles would say it would kill crabgrass. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Florida. He won't hear it. <laughs> but, uh, it, but, yeah, I don't know. But the main thing is don't use it when it's warm, when it's 85 or plus. Do something else. Well, I'll be careful with it. Don't use it on a windy day. In the, the neat thing about using it when the, the temperature is cool like that, in the morning. you haven't planted your tomatoes. And this is true. This is a fact. Which 2,4-D is. It's really sensitive to 2,4-D. Oh, the, the leaves just curl up? Yeah. But uh, most of the time, it uh, probably with weed freeze on, it won't kill it. It'll just curl the leaves. But uh, it'll go anyway, out of okay. It. It'll so go I out wanted of to it. know whether it was a, a 2,4-D product, and apparently it is, plus some others. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, uh, I've seen within two or three days, it'll kill those weeds. Mm. So, and he's got those, like I said, uh, I used it on my uh, yeah, bed straw. You said bed straw. Thank you, Milton. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say he washes his car with it. No, oh, yeah, but he, 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 he didn't quite get there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's a it's a very good product, and uh, like I say, I love the forms that it comes in. And uh, another another thing that we got that you can do at this time of the year is cut out, mo- uh, remove all those sprouts of. Uh, unwanted trees that have sprouted up all along the uh, fence line and and whatever and uh after you mo- cut them you put that stump vine and yeah no killer. get it right yes so cut vine and stump killer there cut you vine go. And stump killer you just put one drop on there and uh it'll kill it even though the plant is dormant uh it'll 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 take care of it and if you don't, <laughs> and uh, I can attest to this, if you don't, you just cut them off. They'll re-sprout. Yeah. They'll uh, send up sprouts, sucker. So anyway, that's a good thing to be doing that too. Um, All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two. We're watching the kids hug the tree. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. <laughs> it's a broadleaf weed killer spray containing 2,4-D to control clover, dandelions, chickweed, and other grassy weeds. Almost anything that's green that you see in your lawn now is probably a weed. And so you can you can spot treat those things and kill you them. Can. You can. Or you can well, pull well, them up. Or you can mow them. Wait until May when it gets really warm, and they'll die. It's looking. Uh, no, uh, we ain't looking at them until May. Wow. We're getting something done about those. That's kind of like I, a ball I, moss. I, I, no, no, no. Want to no, go no. into the ball moss? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of marriage. No, we just marriages. wait until they all die, natural death. There's a lot of mar- marriages that have been ruined by Baltimore. No, we're arguing about. I have come to the rescue of yeah, those who, what, what, who believe what? that Baltimore is damaging the tree. No, Whether it's no. right or wrong, you're. 
No, okay. no, they, they, they look very nice with some gold spray paint and some silver paint <laughs> and sold to New Yorkers during Christmas uh-huh. time. <laughs> but uh, I put a little, little Santa hat on them and some eyeballs and a red mm. nose. Oh, there you go. There you there go. You go. I like there. that. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, like Elf on the Shelf, but it's moss on the... Oh. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Can't make it work. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Jerry, what else should you be doing this time of year? I have an idea, so I, I'm going to kind of lead you down that, that path. Pre-emergent herbicide, pretty yeah. soon. All right, what's another uh, thing? Uh-oh. Oh, I, say I pre-emergent likewise, but fruit trees? That's not going to kill the, kill the sandbars, is it? Some of them will. <laughs> well, it will prevent so dementia. Prevent the germination. <laughs> prevent the germination. I understand that that is illegal in Wilson County because they want to protect their sandbars. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's, That's not, a, it's not just in Wilson County. <laughs> I had a gentleman from Kendall County. All right. To know how to, to prevent this. Bernie. Yeah, if I you're bet. in Wilson County and you disagree with Dr. Parsons, you'll hey. find him on plantanswers.com. <laughs> you can send him a little do not, email. Do not call the Tell station. him how you feel. <laughs> Offer to send him some seed. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at night. Well, I know probably that ain't happening because it sticks you. When you well, they, they could just seed. peel their sock yeah. off. Yeah. And he'll just put, he'll sock. just put it in his fridge. We'll never see it again. <laughs> we'll put it on sticky tape and just middle of the night we'll just throw it outside the car yeah, there you go. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So, so would you put uh, dormant oil on on fruit trees, or is it too late now? I don't think it's never too late to put dormant oil on fruit trees. You kind of went. Eh. Uh, all right, so it's it's not really what it used to be. So it's mineral oil. Yeah. And my answer would be most of the fruit trees are not even close to blooming, or at least the ones we have here. Yeah, so it's so, so it'll be still, okay. Still time. Right. And and I saw I I saw it in in the section over there. It made me think about it in the in the chemical section yep. that you yep. have. So uh, it is good. We like to do that because it would smother all the uh, mealybug scales <laughs> and yeah, and, and try to do the aphids too. But <laughs> scale and mealybugs mostly. Yeah, and I like to do that when there's <laughs> no leaves and a certain temperature. In the springtime, try to be preventative. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Melissa is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm fine, thanks. They told me to talk really loud because they think there's something wrong with my phone. Okay. So you're you're coming through fine. We're hearing if, you. Okay, great. I'm wondering if it's late to plant bulbs that I've had in my refrigerator for three, four months. Bulbs three, four that, months? Look, look, okay, yeah, so in my mind, there's only a couple of bulbs you'd do that with. So hyacinths, uh, tulips, and crocus. So what do you have? I know I have tulips. tulips, and the other bag was unlabeled, and we bought them so long ago. They were the last ones available. Uh, how long uh, ago is long ago? September, October. Oh, okay. My, my assumption is they're all fine. So okay. uh, when it comes to any bulb like that, if you <clears throat> squish it between your fingers and it's mushy, then don't bother with that one. If it's still hard and firm, then it will should do what it's supposed to do. All right. 
Yep, they're hard and firm. They just didn't label them when we bought them. Plant them, and we'll call them surprise bulbs. Yeah. Speaking of someone of the... bulbs should typically take to come up? They're all different, but you're generally looking at it like six to eight weeks from the time you plant. Yeah. So, yeah, it should have been done a month ago, at least. Uh, This one has a little sprout in it. Good. Yeah, then he's viable. Yeah, get him into the ground. Okay. So, uh, so where we just where are we going to plant them? I have raised um, garden beds. Okay. Uh, yes, that's that's what ra- raise raised beds. We want them you know, good drainage, very good drainage. So, uh, I like a little sand in them because, hey, I'm from that part of the country and of that heritage so i like my bulbs i like lots of bulbs but uh you want very good drainage in them another common i have a drainage system that's installed so i'm not worried about that another another common thing on bulbs here is uh especially people that move from up north to here they're used to planting them deeper to protect them from the freeze line we don't have much of a freeze line so if you plant them very deep you may not ever see them uh, so make sure you plant them relatively shallow. What, like two, three inches? Uh, to- uh, total, maybe, yeah. maybe a half so, inch to an inch of soil on top. Th- yeah, that's there you go, half inch of soil on top. So you could just barely, ba- barely underneath the soil line on the tulip. Oh, now, the okay, other, I'm the glad other I one's asked. just a guess, but I would do it along the same lines. But we could be more specific if we knew what it was. Now, well, have uh, you- yeah, I, I wish. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's some type of tulip. But at the time when we went to buy them, they were all sold out. We only got to choose between. I don't even remember what color they are. Did did you store them? In, did you store them in the refrigerator? Yeah, they've been in the refrigerator since oh, okay. late September. That's, that's good. Yeah, in a nice paper bag. Okay. How long can you store them in the refrigerator before they get mushy? No, they're good. They start sprouting too. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm not yeah sure one has a tiny itsy bitsy sprout like what you'd see on a, a head of garlic. Yeah. So I'm doing an experiment on hyacinths. Mm-hmm. So I bought all the hyacinths we had left, and <laughs> they're all in my refrigerator, and my wife's planting them two at a time. When they come up and bloom, she throws them away, and she digs out two more out of the refrigerator. <laughs> so I might be able to answer your question in a couple of months. <laughs> all right. So that sounds good. You're going to have to call us back in a couple months. Yeah, yeah, please do. Do you want to send you a reminder? <laughs> sure, sure. So, so get some pictures and everything. So we'd like to know what those uh, yeah, surprise, surprises are. Send them to Milton at KLUP.com. We want to see what they look okay. like. Thanks, Melissa. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. Yes. Here comes the sun. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. Yeah, so the, the sun has come out. sun was here when we got here. <laughs> Feels nice. It's a little chilly, but that's because we're not in the sun. Uh, we got to figure out how to get the sun on our on the we're, porch. We're, we're tough, right? Yeah, we are. <laughs> hey, I uh, want to tell you again about the uh, folks over at Second Nature Compost, Mulch, and Soil. Uh, if you're looking for a local company to handle those needs for you, whether you're going to pick it up, whether you want to have it delivered, uh, if you want good quality products, uh, check them out at Second Nature Compost, Soil, and Mulch. Uh, the website's texascompost.com, and you'll find a description of everything they have. And when do we need to start uh, composting, using compost? Well, uh, uh, Actually, we, we can do it uh, right about now. Oh, good, March. okay. Uh, compost, uh, we can put on our lawns and the beds, but we can also incorporate compost in the, in the beds. Oh, okay. But, but mulch is a different thing. Yeah, mulch, that, we wait until May's and September or as needed uh, during the summer. Okay. But, but compost we do earlier in the year. Okay. So uh, get to know these guys. Uh, like I said, they're, it's a local San Antonio company. Uh, these guys are, are local and know the, uh, know, uh, have grown up in this industry locally. Uh, and now they're over there on Nelson Road. Uh, and uh, again, the phone number, if you want to give them a call and find out more, is 210-960-6440. 210-960-6440. But just remember, Second Nature, it's just like a Second Nature choice, uh, for compost, mulch, and soil at txcompost.com, txcompost.com. You'll, you'll like these guys. They're, they're nice folks. And, uh, Do they sell it by the barrel? They sell it, uh, well, you can do a, a little truckload. Then, and they've got a cool um, <laughs> thing. They've got the project manager on there. I forget what it's called. No. Uh, so you can, you know, see, okay, how, how much am I going to need for a 4 by 8 Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that is good. And yeah, then, because that's, that's high math. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> you have to convert things to uh, cubic feet and, yeah. and cubic yards. and. <laughs> No, it's much easier just to type them in and yeah, let, let type the, yeah type the dimensions in because yeah. they'll they'll usually say a quarter of an inch or a half inch and uh, to apply to the yard. And so and then you got to figure so out. You, you just put your square footages, and yeah. then they'll automatically do it for you. Yep, that's <laughs> txcompost.com. And when you tell them you heard it on the answer, they're going to give you fifteen percent off your first order. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. I used to enjoy Malcolm Beck's uh, when he had Gardenville and, uh, when he first started. And people would pull up in their cars <laughs> with the trunks open. Oh, ooh. And, uh, and uh, with buckets in there and fill those buckets up. Okay. Uh, these were these were Mercedes and uh, Cadillacs and uh, What could go wrong? High, end, high <laughs> it <was> nothing <laughs> nothing went wrong. And you'd see see ladies out there with uh earrings on and their uh, high heel little shoes and everything. Mink yeah. coats. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure the folks over at uh Second Nature have as high as dress code as uh, Malcolm did, so you can go well, in your jeans amazing. and shoes. That's funny. Well, people you know, we've learned they didn't have a truck, so no, they, they just use their Mercedes and they deliver, so you don't have to ruin. Oh, there is a good lead in. Yeah, yeah. So, so Second Nature <laughs> delivers as well. Yes. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight 
8867. What else you got there? I was looking at uh, the whiskey barrels on sale, and uh, yeah, I think he just got those in. He said he didn't have the little no, container no, side. He didn't have the, the, the cut in half. You're right. Uh, or cut yeah. longitudinally, yeah. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about uh, the. he's got the large whiskey barrels available, right. too. Uh, whole whiskey barrels available at a regular price, only ninety nine ninety nine. Almost. Almost a hundred. Almost, not That's quite. Real close to hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, they always ask. People always ask me is how many gallons would be in a whiskey barrel. Do you, do you know? Because we always I say it's that twenty. It's more than twenty. More than twenty. Yeah, but I don't know exactly what it is, but. But because uh, we always say, uh, like a fruit tree, oh, yeah. a whiskey barrel would be a good size. Mm-hmm. And then I stop and think. I go, how big is? How many gallons is a whiskey yeah. barrel? But maybe thirty gallons. I, I, don't, I don't know. But here, here's the thing: is people always want to say, well, I just transplanted my 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 improved lemon to from a five to a ten gallon. No. No, you're going to do that five gallon. You're going to put them in a whiskey barrel or something bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to keep it in a in <laughs> something. But I just moved it to a ten gallon. I went no, no, uh, no big. When when Trace comes, no, anyway, yeah, so. <laughs> when Trace comes up here, he'll we'll have to ask him yeah. how much do those large uh, black barrels. plastic bags oh. uh, barrel sell yeah. for. He, he, he used to sell those. I don't know if he still does. Well, it just so happens that my boss came and goes, did you hear about, you have to recycle all the all the black, uh, the black plastic? I said, yeah. There, the, the wholesalers are requesting that you give them back or, you know, <laughs> if, if you upgrade. And I know that they're tight supply because, again, a. It's a there, shipping, there, there, there shipping was, I think. Yeah. There is there's an issue on the shipping and also just like the Amaze and XL were no longer made by a, a fire. I think there was a fire up in Washington that also eliminated a lot of these black plastic oh. things. The main the main producer for them. Yeah, uh, all those people that put them out by uh, in the garbage. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, probably kind of wishing they didn't. But anyway, uh, we've talked about this and uh, how to do it. And so I, I planted, I put on plantanswers.com on the topics of the month, growing plants in large barrels and upright containers. <laughs> and then I looked, uh, it, sh- it shows strawberries growing and coming out the side and everything else. And then I looked on our sales uh a sales uh, ad for this this week, and right by Petite uh, uh, Roses, <laughs> Petite uh, <laughs> Knockout Roses, they've got a picture of my strawberry whiskey barrel. Oh, okay. See it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. It's hard to. For our radio uh, listeners, uh, Jerry cannot seem to have put it at an upright angle here. <laughs> so what am I looking for? Strawberries in a, a standard whiskey barrel. 
So it says Petite well, Knockout Roses. Oh, but it's <laughs> it's right by oh, Petite okay. Knockout Roses. Okay. But anyway, uh, you see how that can turn out. And also, uh, on the topics of the month, we've got the first uh, section is uh, onions in containers, the candy variety. Yeah. And the yeah, reason, we talked about that. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. So this is uh, both... Both uh, yellow and yet red candy. Yeah, and there's a white one there. Oh, the white one. I don't know if that's white candy or not. I had never heard of a red, and uh, the the commercial people used to plant the yellow one. That's what I said, because I hadn't either, but Trace had said that he was doing taste tests, and he did the red candy. He said that red candy will... He was overgrazing on the transplant. Yeah. So before, so before Trace eats them all, you need to get over here. You might want to get over here. And uh, uh, we found out, or he found out, that uh, he was going to quit ordering onions transplant. But he found found after uh, Bruce Razor came on from Dixondale Farm, uh, he found out he- that uh, candy can be sold. A uh, little bit later mm-hmm. than the other uh, short day variety. So he saw the light. Well, he saw the light. <laughs> and yeah, I, I know. Man. And like yeah. I said, I had uh, after, after Bruce, <laughs> he saw the light. Yeah, I had the I had the candy variety uh, in in that uh, topsy turvy planter mm-hmm. that's pictured on that uh, onions in container situation. Uh, but anyway, I'm also working on uh, with my webmaster to put under topics of the month a uh, complete write-up of uh, Blue Angel Althea because because uh, you had lost it and now you found it. <laughs> well, I didn't. All right, be I, honest. Um, <laughs> no, I hadn't lost it, <laughs> but. Uh, I couldn't find it on my listing of uh, oh, that's because you misplaced it. Okay, but right. uh, and, and I was I was upset because in the recesses, deep recesses of my mind, well, we, mm, we, we don't, don't want to go there. No, <laughs> don't go there. Back when we, uh, back when we used to uh, put a lot of effort into uh, uh, picking the superstars. Mm-hmm. I would always insist on that they were available to the public. Mm-hmm. No, no, I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Very important. Otherwise, we wouldn't do we, it. we wouldn't recommend them. All right. Well, no, there was only one one time and and this was my involvement with the superstar. Oh. Yeah. So, it was uh uh with what is his name? Also uh, one of the former hor- horticulturists. He used to talk like this. For Bear County, he <laughs> went to he went to A and M. Became a professor. Uh, what was his name? Okay. Durs? Huh? Doctor Durs? No, no, no. After after him. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so he, so he wanted to go. He wanted to promote Chicken Oak, and I said, "Yeah, let's promote it. Let's do it." Well, there wasn't any Chicken Oak oh, available, yeah. so so but but eventually he became a superstar. <laughs> Short end, okay. Eventually, yes, yes, we ran through the same thing with uh, uh, Chinese. I mean, uh, oh no, pistache. Hey, we got to talk to Evelyn on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 
210-308-8867. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today, Evelyn? I'm good. We have sunshine. I know. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, thank you, Dr. Parsons. I heard you last weekend. Uh-oh. Yeah, were, were, she, were you like, praising Evelyn? Yeah, <laughs> well, he gives Evelyn a hard time. Uh, <laughs> I know. It, Anyhow, the petunias are brown to the ground. Should I just cut them back and see if they come back or what? Don't cut them. Don't touch them. Don't cut them? Even if no. they're brown all the way to the ground? Wait, wait a minute. The, are, have they got brown leaves or green leaves? Brown leaves. Brown leaves. On the lower bush petunias? Yes. They froze. That's, that's kind of weird. Yours didn't freeze. No, didn't ours didn't freeze. Uh, well, the you ones know, that are on the everyone? north side by the sidewalk, those froze, but I have some in the back that were uh, protected from the wind and all, and those are okay, but I just wondered what I should do with the ones in front. Should okay. I just leave them alone to see what happens? Well, uh... If the if you can see the where the brown meets the green, yeah, uh-huh. uh, you can cut the brown off. Okay. And as long as the root system is still alive, it'll it'll come back. Uh-huh. But that's kind of weird. No, no, she had, <laughs> it was she had cold. That. The first freeze that we had, they came through with flying colors. They were blooming. Right. Well, then the second one that did them in, and now yeah, the we, third we, one. We've had a lot of people. <laughs> talk about that calvin always uh mentions that uh it's it's hard to believe it seemed like you know of course we had that extreme freeze and then it killed a lot of stuff to the ground and then it came back some of it came back even though the milton said kiss the goodbye. i never said that evelyn knows that, uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it uh, it came that came back and then we had a lot much much lower freeze temperature that really took its toll on a lot of yeah. plants and, and took by surprise. Too. Yeah, but, yeah, that's but true. But I'm I'm thinking that the problem was that's that's that new growth that came up after the first hard freeze, which well, hadn't we had, had that warm which weather, which hadn't hardened off yet. Yeah, we had that warm weather, and then that boom, we got there hit go. again. Yeah, there you go. But uh, anyway, uh, and ours are protected you, in the backyard too. As long as you've got a, a root system established, uh, green green coming up from the root system, it'll it'll respout. Okay, I'll see what they'll do. Okay. Um, that lady with the bird, I hope she gets it out of the attic. I like yeah. birds. Well, yeah, I do well, too. Do you have any thoughts on how to? Have you ever well, had that happen? They do an opening somewhere where there's light, where you can see that light, he'll go down to that. Yeah, that's think. what I was wondering, too. We what, need what, we need Calvin here for this. What about my tennis racket idea? No. You don't hit it. Yeah. You don't hit it so hard that you kill it, man. If I have to, you knock it unconscious. If I have to uh, go with your plan or Evelyn's, you go with Evelyn's plan. Then. Yeah, they got a bad headache. They're, they're grumpy. You don't want a grumpy wren. Well, they always come in the greenhouse and make a nest. Well, this year, right before the first freeze we had, while well, they were in there trying to make a nest, and then I had to close off the the greenhouse. So I don't know where they went. So I don't know it was too cold for them to be making a nest. Oh. They usually raise about five or six babies in there. Yeah, those wrens are cute. They are. 
But there, you can take them down with a tennis racket. No. Oh, no. Bad, maybe no. badminton. No. 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 Would badminton racket be no. a softer on them? No, it would not. No. So it's poor wrens. All right, well, Just maybe. give him a light where do you can see, and he'll come out. Yeah, I think Spider Man. They call it little bitty spaces, and they don't take him much to get out, so hopefully yeah. Yeah, he gets out. So, Maybe it doesn't want to leave. Maybe it's warmer in the attic than it is outside. It's happy. It's just chirping away. <laughs> so, uh, Evelyn, do we do we need to do a pink laurel bush this this spring? Well, that sounds good to me. Okay. All right. We got a, a good pink. Oh, do we? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What kind of tomato plants does? Uh, um. Yeah. Well, Tracy I has all kinds of uh, tomatoes here. What about the 968? No, uh, not yet. Oh, not yet. yeah, I was looking for that one. No. They've got Tycoon and so they got the, Yeah, they got the standard size. Snapper, Red Snapper, and, <laughs> the fish. and, the, and the, STM 2255. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I didn't see any of the uh, cherries or okay, uh, aromas. Okay, well, as long as they've been out, I have not gotten one of those plants yet, and I'm determined I'm going to get one of those. Oh, dishes. yeah. All right. They're, but yeah, you'll I enjoy get, that. By the time uh, I get there, they're gone, and yeah. And <laughs> I don't never drive fear. by myself anymore. I have to have somebody drive me anymore. So. Well, never fear. It would did not get cold enough to kill the horse herd. So that 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 we're I'm I'm so happy it, about that. It killed mine back, but I'm thinking it's gonna revive. Everybody picking on you, Evelyn. I know. What's wrong That's with okay. these people? Uh, we, 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 we we pick because we love. Uh-huh. I'll stand up to them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When we get them in, I'll we'll announce it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could I, you could call. You know, you do. Have you done the wish list here where you tell them, hey? I'm interested in getting those 968s. Will you uh, call me when they come in? And they'll they'll call and they'll put some aside for you, and somebody else can pick them up for you. Yeah, okay. They're going to have them. Later. Yeah, they'll have them. They're yeah. too popular. Okay. That's my favorite. Now, what? what yeah, that, what, Evelyn, that's my favorite. What tomato. are we going to do? What are we going to do when we get our tomatoes, Evelyn? I'll announce it on the radio. Call me, whatever. No, no we're, we're going to cover them. We're going to oh. wrap them for the wood. spider mites. Okay. Oh, for the yes. wind. The wind. Well, yeah. The March wind. Spider, she says spider mites oh, okay. get her every year. Oh, oh okay. Last year was that. the worst, I think. I'm yeah. sorry about that. I didn't. I didn't but the important thing is that. to get cover them when you get them. Well, I, got, I did that the year before, and I don't know, something, they didn't look right after that. They just didn't grow like they were supposed to. I don't know what I did wrong. I did them like I always do before, water them and feed them and all that stuff. So I don't know what I did. Oh, you mean the last time you covered them? Yes. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe somebody's trying to tell me something to stop this, not do <laughs> anything anymore. Just sit on your, you know, what and... Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not going to do that. I, Don't I'll, you do that, Evelyn. No, I were planting them last year with my walking cane. I can't kneel down anymore. So <laughs> when I picked pecans, I had the picker in one hand and the cane in the other, and that's how I picked pecans this there you go. The That's, big low end. There you go. Yeah. Ain't no stopping, Evelyn. You don't shake the tree. You know the picker, right? You don't shake the tree, do you? <laughs> I'm sorry? 
I said, you don't shake the tree or either climb up in the tree and knock no, them off. No, I can't do that anymore either. No. Those trees have been here since 55, so they're oh my goodness. a little big. <laughs> okay. Well, if I'd climb one of those, I'd be halfway to heaven. <laughs> Thanks, Evelyn. Okay, good talking to you. Good Keep talking to you. Job. Thank you. All right. Take care. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And Dave is on the line. Dave, welcome hey, to Millburgers Garden. Guys. What's going on, Dave? Hey. It's a beautiful Sunday. You guys need to be out in the garden. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're looking at garden. We're, we're, We've got we're, a lot of green to look at. The sun's kind of coming in. but not kind of coming in. We need some barely sun. barely there. <laughs> yeah, well, up in, yeah, up there in Bernie, it's clear skies. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it's clear here, too. Not a cloud in the sky. Well, what's going on? Uh, How can we help you? Okay, I've got a above ground garden it's about uh, 18 by 30 and i have had problems in the past with weeds and things like that so i hear there's two schools of thought about should you till opening the garden or should you not the reason not to i heard was you end up putting the weeds back into the ground only to come up later and I uh, was wondering your thoughts on that. And then once I've uh, got the garden ready, is it better to put mulch or can I put a bunch of oak leaves uh, as cover to keep new weeds from coming up? That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds like Kelvin. Yeah. Uh, now, on the tilling <laughs> is when you till, you bring up the weed seeds that were existing down there. So... That's yeah, why they right. go. That's why a lot, lot, a lot of places, uh, commercial farms and everything, they don't till anymore. They go no till. But that was the concept. The more you till, the more weeds you bring up. Hmm. Well, what about the old tomato roots? Just leave them. Old tomato roots. The old leaves. What do you old say? tomato no, roots? No. Roots. Yeah. If there's, uh, uh, you know, you roots pull those up. Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. They, uh, lots of times on the old non-resistant varieties, they act kind of as a trap. So all the, all the roots will get nematodes on them, and you pull up the roots because you got all the nematodes in there, and you got you, you, you kind of did a little cleaning. Ah, okay. Okay, that makes sense. So don't and, till the uh, garden. And, uh... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is why they don't do it. Some people just swear by it. And that's fine. Yeah. Other people yeah. Uh, minimize it, like they do uh, one tilling. Uh, the, the only, the only yeah. question I have is if I use the mulch to keep the weed growth down, then when I go to till the following year, I've got to rake all that mulch over to a corner or something. No. No, it, it, it will disintegrate to the point where we worry about it. When it's fresh, uh, creating uh, a nitrogen deficiency. But if, it, if it's a whole year there, that's fine. It, it will be on the way to decomposing, and you can just till it uh, in if you want to. Okay, okay. Well, one thing, right. if you're really having trouble with a lot of weeds, um, put a, a make, up, make up your beds or you put on your fertilizer and yeah. uh, put, put uh, black plastic. Over okay. the top of the bed, tuck it okay. in, and uh, no weed can grow into black 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 plastic. 
Is it that uh, fabric stuff or is it plastic plastic? It's plastic. Plastic plastic. plastic. But don't okay. do don't do clear because that will heat up the soil. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. Okay. That's a good uh, idea. Thanks, guys. I I, right. I no, I recommend uh, grandchildren. I, I find that works the best <laughs> on, on, on keeping the weeds down. You I've, got, I've, I've got grand dogs. I don't have grand dogs. <laughs> uh, usually, usually, it was a penny, now it's a nickel or a dime. Oh, I think. Wow. <laughs> Good Lord. Per, per, per Either per you're week. very cheap or you're remembering a long time ago. I remember a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds good. Hey, Thank guys, you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, you take care of Bernie for us, okay? Yes, sir. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Bill Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, don't forget about deck and patio care. This is a great day to be out there on the deck enjoying the sun and just sitting out there. The cool weather, bright, sunny sun. And if that deck doesn't look like, you know, you remember how it looked just when you got it? It was nice and, and had a, and kind of had that deep, rich wood look to it. All right. If it looks kind of gray and moldy right now, give Barry Hagendorf a call. He really can make it look new again. It's Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, and you just have to go to deckandpatiocare.com to look at the pictures and see what he can do. Uh, he's very proud of it, and he's considered really pretty much a national expert when it comes to staining and sealing decks. Um, people rely on him from all over the country, and it's amazing the research that he has done on this kind of stuff. That's deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com for a right here San Antonio zone. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. All right. What did you want to bring up, Mark? And then I want, if there's enough time, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, very quickly, just want to remind everybody that March 1st, that's uh, just uh, next week. Yeah, and, Tuesday. Uh, I, I couldn't remember. Thank you. Tuesday. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. All right. So Tuesday, uh, the Saws Water Saver Landscape coupons are now available, will, will become available. So go online to GardenStyleSanAntonio.com and apply for those coupons and then come on over here to uh, Millburgers and we'll have the plant or uh, what was his name again? Trace. Trace, Trace is guaranteed about fifty <laughs> percent of the uh, permitted plants will be available here, mm-hmm. uh, with the other ones showing up uh, later on in the month. And uh, collect your fifteen plants uh, with your hundred dollar coupon. When is the spring plant giveaway? The spring plant giveaway will not. I, I went. <laughs> I went and checked. Okay, so. Yesterday we had a controversy because Jerry wants his giveaway plant. Yes. We'll not be doing it. That will be the 12th of March. We'll be having our webinars. Go right. again to the calendar, GardenStyleSanAntonio.com, and uh, go on and look at the three webinars, which are rewards, points eligible, yeah. and listen to those. But here's the big but. This fall. Yeah. 
the executive management team at SAS has said we'll be holding an in-person event. Oh, boy. So this fall, October 1st, will be your plant giveaway. You, all right. You will have You better blanks. be there after all this griping. <laughs> if you're not there. I'm not griping. I've, I'm I've, I've, yeah, I've already told Ronnie at Peterson's, <laughs> I said, we'll be doing these types of plants. And, okay, uh, and I'll, give, I'll have to get back with them. And, uh, so, but, but I'll save you. I'll, I'll save you one. Oh, I heck should, no. I want to give him you, a big kiss, but I better not. No. Well, that's why we're uh, on the other end of the table. You, you make him stand in line like everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, so I've got a question for you. And all that is at SanAntonioGardeningStyle.com? Yep. GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Yeah. Okay, I messed it up. I'm, I'm, I'm dyslectic, so I know. Okay, yeah, so you didn't know if I got it right yeah. or not. Hey, so you were talking about different trees and, and where you could see them and stuff like that. So I know you're a walker. Yes. So which park in San Antonio, maybe a couple of them, if you want to see great examples of different trees and stuff like that, is there one, two, what do you, what do you suggest? Uh, I like uh, Friedrich. Because this would be a great place to walk. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like Friedrich because they have uh, at places where they have different size trees. So uh, big ones, little ones. Um, they have a couple trails, trails, which have a unique one. Also, yes, of course, the, the parking controversy, which is uh, oh. which is has a controversy. A great, great, yeah, recent in the news recently. Oh, that, oh, oh, that oh. I sent you the email. Yes, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah that I, one. I didn't know that one. And then also, I like a Medina River Nature Area. Yeah, that's down sixteen. That's on sixteen. Yeah, there's that, a little river. Well, there's the Medina. The Medina River <laughs> yeah. but it has examples of some very large trees. And do um, they label them too? I'm trying to remember. I think they might. Because like Harburger they, labels them. Yes, and then and then uh, that's another good one. Harburger also that's another place that has lots of great trees. I like Medina. Can, I like Harburger. Uh, uh, I haven't been to Friedrich in such a long time. Yeah. I have to go back. But I know part of it's paved and part of it is hiking. Correct, and then uh, they they label the trees as well. Uh, you may they may be numbered, and then you have to have a little key that you get at the front gate. Oh, oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Who's the manager out there now? Oh, you would have to ask me that. I do not know. What? No, uh, they have it used uh, had to be that guy at the botanical. He was at the botanical. That, that was a very long time ago. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, it that's, was. that's when Jerry could, could get a free plant at yeah, the uh, <laughs> Donnie. Uh, okay, but uh, well, if yeah. it's not him, I, I just was wrong. No, 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 no. But there's been several now. Uh, yeah. Different. Uh, D- different managers. Okay. They're been, all good. They're yeah. all really good managers. Yeah. And then uh, there's a couple that we really like, too, that were kind of fun. We went to, is there Honey Creek? Yes. That's uh, a nice one. Uh, that's in uh, Comel County. Yeah. And now, I've, I don't know if that's Comel Town or anything. Uh, yeah, we never did find out where Comel Town was. Nobody called us. Of course, it was the 1850s, did, did and like I'm not that. sure many of our listeners were around in the 1850s. Did you a like couple how, of I, how I brought that all back? Uh, thank back you. To thank you. That's the job. You get it. Bring it all back around. <laughs> think Evelyn was around in 1850? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't know. She always talks about how old she is. Evelyn's going to take that cane. <laughs> and she's going to whoop gonna, your She's going to whoop you back to the 1850s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there was another one, too, that we liked. Uh, oh, I haven't been there yet. We tried, and we couldn't make it because we didn't have reservations. 
Uh, Government Canyon, I haven't been there. Is that yes. a nice one? Yeah, well, can you, can that's, you walk it? it's it is, but it, that's going to be your A League. That's that it's strenuous. Oh, I'm so, not, not A League material. Yeah, well, that's what I said. You're getting, you're getting very good. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, so that is uh, a couple of the trails are really cool because they're talking about different um, uh, plant material that you could see that you normally don't oh, good. see because it's these are canyons. And they're a little protected, and you'll see plants that you don't normally see. Yeah, where was the other one we went to? Oh, man, I'm blanking out of them. It was pretty, it had a big canyon mm-hmm. that you could walk up, had a little river, and we went there in the big, the first of the year, which is kind of a thing to do. The Maples? Lost Maples. Was, ah, there we go. Well, I don't yeah. think it was Lost Maples, but yeah. it might have been. It's up toward uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was. We were all on these little Bandera. country roads, and yeah, just That's we were doing this. <laughs> Weaving back and forth. Okay. And, of course, uh, the other one I like is... Um, you and uh, I like the Riverwalk, actually. Yeah, you know, we did oh, like well, that. Oh, or the, uh, the, the green the green tail, so Mr. Peaks. The Greenway, yeah. Okay, that was a great Peaks. idea. I'm glad we did that. That makes a big difference for folks. Well, we talked about Hardburger, and I'm blanking out on the other one. They'll have to come to me. But there's lots of... Hardburger's nice, not too difficult. Yeah. Oh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Eisenhower's great ones, and I, you can go off trail or stay on the pavement. You go, and the, the best, the best uh, part that I like is the Red Oak Trail, which is on the back side. So okay. you have to go all the way to the top, and then you go a little bit further, and that's a trail on the back side. That kind of looks away towards uh, Camp Bolas. Oh, okay. And, and then Dominion as, as well. And that's not paved, though, right? No, that's not paved. Okay. That is correct. But it's not, it wasn't terribly difficult. No, 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 no. But it was still good. Okay, can cool. Can you take the dog? Um, I think you can. I'm not sure my dog would put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> my dog would. My dog would ask for the keys to the car. If you're through, see, I'll be in the car. See, I, I, I always imagined his dog is like Brian. Uh, <laughs> I'm the guy. Give me the keys. You keep walking. Give me the keys. I'm going back to the car. I'll just I'm, meet you there. I'm calling an Uber. Does Uber yeah, that's come right. up here? <laughs> that's right. Give me your phone. Yeah. All right, we're gonna say goodbye today. Mark, thanks for coming in. It's always uh, fun. Always to work a pleasure. With. We'll ask Calvin about that rent next week, and uh, Calvin will will be back then. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Jerry. Thanks to Al for getting all your calls on the air and making it sound so good. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you back here next week on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. 930 a.m. The Answer. KLUP. Terrell Hills. San Antonio. Conservative talk that you can count on. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.